been? Each week we do it, and we just got a sponsor. It's fantastic. Thanks to a local business called Signature Investigations Group. Now, what goes on there is they investigate things, private investigations. Mike Cook from Signature Investigations is more equipped to tell me exactly, tell us exactly what they do. And he's going to join us um, after Deer Meathead wraps up. Then we'll run to break and come back and Mike will tell us. But I'm fascinated with that line of work of doing private investigations. And they have signed on. As we bring him in right now, the man of the uh, moment, my dad for Deer Meathead. Hi, Dad. Hello. How, how, are, how are you? I'm doing well. So did you hear that big intro, how you're, how you're sponsored now by a private investigator? Uh, I heard that. That was uh, awesome news, really. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. The word is getting around. If you, Dad, if, uh, if, I don't know if you have need, but uh, in, in your world, if you have need for a private investigator, you can call him, and he'll probably work you out a deal since he's sponsoring your segment. Yeah, I need to have my wife investigated. Yeah, right. Have you have you ever thought that you would ever need a private investigator for anything? Mm, not at this moment, no. You know, I meant years ago, like maybe when you and mom were calling it quits. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I did my own investigation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. You should have, you should have uh, P.I. The, uh, the mayor of uh, Warren. What's his name? Yeah, Jim Fouts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. There's what a lot guy. to find out there. Yeah. Well, Dad, we've got a number of people that have emailed. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, go, of course, to your pal, Jeremy. I know you always want to hear from him. Dad, say hi to Jeremy. I sure do. Hello, Jeremy. How are you? Hey, me, hey how's it going? Hey. Good, good. With, uh, we knocked the wind out, and we're ready to go now. Yeah, I actually had the day off in my town. We don't have power, and okay. cell phone towers are down. That's just a normal day for Saranac, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys, for oh, uh, right. thanks for all that. Yeah, How about so we get we... to the question? <laughs> yeah, give me a question, Jeremy. All right, so my question is, is when you shake another man's hand, I was taught you're supposed to have a nice, firm grip. But there's this guy at work who likes to try to crush your hand and break it. And then there's other times where there's people, when you shake their hand, it's really limp. So my question to you is, what's the proper way to shake a man's hand? Say the question again. <laughs> he's looking for the Somebody, proper. He's looking for the proper way to shake a man's hand, Dad. I think a gentle shake of hand, shaking of a hand, is proper. This dude that wants to crush your hands, I've experimented some of that things. Yeah. With, uh, I, I just about damn near broke my hand. <laughs> And I had to tell him, I said, what is your deal? So it started out as a friendly handshake, and you got pissed at the guy? It didn't get nasty or anything else. But I said, he says, why? I said, you, cra- you just cracked my knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then tell him, hey, uh, that hurts. We don't want that. We know you're a strong man, but don't try it on my hand. Go get somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't know, Jeremy. It's probably just a firm one. Not, nothing, nothing over the top. Yeah, nothing right. really. It's just yeah. uh, something that's a habit, I think. Uh, I don't think he's trying to prove a point of any kind. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy, thank you, you buddy. Should, you should try to crush his hand, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Get yourself a stick and pound him with it. Dad, Trent writes this. Uh, Dear Meathead, long story short, my wife and I had to make an extremely difficult decision to put down the dog yesterday. Oh. Now, and then he's, he writes, there's another dog she's been wanting 
but I'm not sure if it's too soon to bring it up. Is it too early to talk about getting another dog? No, you can get a dog immediately. It really won't take place of the other dog, but in about 10 days, it'll take place of that dog. Really? If you're a dog lover, get another. Yes, but you're gun shy a little bit. I think think you should get another dog. I just don't know if. You know the dog is probably still warm, and the dog. I mean, the, the, they they just put it down. Shouldn't you process that and let the dust settle, and then jump into it? Hey, that's not like having a dad dead, and then you go get another dad in two days. Well, no, know. it's a dog that you love differently than a human being. It's, it's, it's a comfortable thing to have, and it makes you kind of get rid of your pain yeah. a little quicker. See, I always thought that you should, once it starts going south with the old dog, you should already be buying a second dog. That way it can just take its spot. You don't wait till the dog you dies. Have, you have overlap. You have overlap. So you're like, oh, I'm so sad about dog number one, but hey, we love dog two, and he's still around. That's, That's a good idea just as well. Yes. Dad, I think this comes from your uh, your initial point. Uh, if you date back to, uh, I was probably 1977 when you took us to see Star Wars. Star no, it was later Wars. than that. It was like it was like uh, it was when you brought the hamster to, <laughs> and it was 140 degrees in Sterling yes, Heights, Michigan. I was Michigan. very sad for you guys. And, and I you, sat there in the yeah. car and cried with you. Yes, the damn hamster died. Because we left it in the hot car. I didn't know better. I was a kid, but you did. And you, you rolled up the windows, the thing baked, and then Uh-oh. we immediately went to the pet store and got another hamster. That, that's right. <laughs> and then the pain was a little bit easier because your focus is somewhere else now. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> I, do you know, I'm still, I'm still traumatized by that. I still dream about that. I've had a lot of problems with hamsters over the years. You had the right to be traumatized. Yeah. What do you, you love that little thing. What happens to a hamster that overheats? What, hey, the what? heart stops. No, no, I mean, like, does it bloat up? No, it, you ever just, just die. die. You know, like okay. baby in a hot baby in a hot car. It's right. It's, it's similar. It's just okay. Dead and it's 140 degrees. Sure, the baby just dies. And so did the no, hamster. Don't blow up or nothing. <laughs> Wasn't that a dumb question by him? Yeah. Does, doesn't it explode? Explodes, yeah, Dad, every day, every single day, I have a Not moment like blow this. Up, doesn't the hamster stupid. blow up? Let's No, blow up isn't hey, like uh, hey ben, swell up. Ben, can you, uh, as we wind this up, make sure you pull that moment where Julius just asked that great question. I even paused. It was like, wait, did you just ask me that about what happens to a hamster when it gets when it dies in a hot car? Blow up like swell idiot. up, not blow up like kaboom. Okay, great. Uh, hey, don't be like your brother and catch a fish and stick a firecracker in his mouth. Yeah, that did happen too. There's a lot of there's a lot of terrible animal stories going on right now. I'm expecting to see the protests outside of uh, on, on, on Monroe Center. Uh, Tom, continuing the dog thing, writes, My family had a dog, <clears throat> Meathead, while I was growing up, and they still do. So I have love for dogs. Uh, I bought my wife a golden retriever puppy a few years before I proposed to her. The dog's now four and is really pretty great. I think it's the best pet we've ever had. My question, do you have a pet, Meathead? Why not if you don't? And what has been your favorite pet up to this point and why? First of all, my favorite dog is a black lab. Second of all, I have put down three dogs already. Yeah. I am heavily gun-shy about that. You don't like that moment? I do not like that moment. Yeah. Keyword. I go, my all my family almost around me have got dogs. Yeah. Share my love with them. Oh, yeah. 
very, very heavily. In fact, Lizzie, my daughter, brings a dog here, and we babysit the dog. You do? A black dog, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. So, yeah, but um, didn't so you had to put those dogs down, and then didn't you also also uh, drop a tree on one of them at one point? Yeah. <laughs> but that that that's not funny, really. But, but that, that yeah, we were cutting a up. tree up north. I told my wife, I said, Joanne, you better get this thing out of the way, you know. And then, okay, so we thought we got him out of the way, yeah. and I'm just about to ready to yeah. drop that tree. Here comes a dog, and the damn thing fell right on his back. <laughs> but, but it didn't hurt him no, because it's... it was a mound of dirt. It took the brunt of it. And we took him in a in trailer that we had, and I'm, I'm sick and, about hurting the thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm just reaching really close, try to pet him a little bit. That doggone thing bit my nose. <laughs> oh my God. That dog, that dog bit everybody, though, man. Pepper? Oh. Pepper was a special oh, dog. That dog hated everybody, man. Pepper. No, I just wouldn't Stop. have anything to do with him. Do if I if I approach him, it take off and gently go away. Dad. Just, just Joanna's the only person who could handle that dog. 800-785-1073. If you have a question for Dad on Dear Meathead, uh, more emails. Tyler writes this. Dear Meathead, my soon-to-be wife and I are having a little disagreement. We're looking for a place to live, and we've agreed that we should start in an apartment and save for a deposit on a house. She wants to look at the cheapest places, which are in some unsavory neighborhoods. I would prefer to pay a little more to live in a safer area. Uh, While I am built like Superman and can handle myself, I worry about her walking to the car being on her own. What do you recommend? Signed, Tyler. I recommend the suggestions that you made that you save some money. Number one, save money and buy a house in a decent area or rent a house in a decent area. Stay away from a bad neighborhood. Okay, so, yeah, I I think so, too. I think so, too. Definitely. Uh, Dad, Scott writes this. Uh, Dear me, Dad, there is a new bill in the state of Michigan that if it passes and becomes law, senior citizens would get free parking. People 75 and older would get free parking. What do you think about that? Or do you think that park that uh, that they should have to pay like everybody else? Well, I never knew that uh, you pay for parking. Well, I mean, like, if you were to go to, like, a parking structure, you'd have, like, a placard that would say that you get it free and you just prove how old you are and what would cost you, whatever, a handful of bucks to park, it would be free. Well, I, I think that's a waste of uh, people's uh, time and effort to study that law. Okay. Uh, hey, they don't mind. I, I don't. I'm just saying my own opinion of yeah. it. I don't care. If I go somewhere, I have to pay for parking, I would pay it. Okay. But obviously, I just don't go anywhere that I have to pay for parking. Now, there's been a debate recently on this show that um, about senior citizens and driving. It has been said on this show, Dad, that senior citizens should have to take a driving test every single year. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a good idea. I really do. Because uh, I, I can handle it myself right uh-huh. at this moment. But Brian calls me, you're dingy, Rob. You just can't be doing that anymore. Yeah. So, but, 
I do all right. Uh, I think that's a good idea to uh, give the senior citizens. If you can provide it, provided they can see and yeah. read. Yeah. You know. Now, do you think Joanne think is Joanne a better driver than you, Dad? I think she's a more cautious driver than I am. Okay, so she's my, better. My eyes are everywhere on the road when I'm driving. Okay. How about your brain? How's that when you're driving? Eh, that's dingy once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's cool. No, I'm watching. I'm, I'm a good driver. Okay, Dad, I got one more, man. Okay. It says here, Dear Meathead, uh, John writes, I recently hit my one-year work anniversary. I figured that would be a good time to ask for a raise. But my boss made up an excuse and said, ah, you're not going to get a raise. He also said that I will be getting paid vacations and holidays, and that's kind of like a raise. How should I handle this situation? Should I use up my vacation quickly and start looking for a new job? Signed, John. Well, it sounds like the guy's a little tight with this money, so uh, or maybe the business isn't doing that well. So you have to consider that as well. But, yeah, you have a good a good idea. If, if you're capable of looking for another job, I'd do that. But any time you do that, you get a written contract from the employer. Don't just say, yeah, okay, I got a job. Thank yeah, you. Goodbye. Yeah. No, you need a contract written up so you can hold them to, uh, to the reality of life. Yeah. You know, it comes that uh, he's supposed to deliver, and he's not delivering. Yeah. Hey, Dad, last time we talked to you, um, you there was a lot. You, you used a phrase a lot. Was it? Uh, uh, embellished? Uh, no, it wasn't embellished. <laughs> However, uh, it, oh, it, ben, ben, do you remember what it was? There was two, uh, hell and damnation yes. and kindness. Hell and damnation is what you used, and you also used kindness a lot. What, had you been to church recently and someone had a sermon about hell and damnation? Not that I recall, but okay. uh, I don't remember using that word. Oh, yeah, it was, it was literally, it was hell, everything hell and was, damnation. Everything was hell and damnation. So we're going we're gonna to hit the bell next time you go to hell and damnation, too. Okay, maybe right. I'll practice it. <laughs> Dad, Dad, you got a birthday coming up next Friday, right? Yes, sir, we're going to see you, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okey-doke. It's going to be a big party. How, how old will you be, 83? 83. Oh, my gosh. And still swinging. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> Still swinking. <laughs> what, the, what the heck? <laughs> All right, Dad. Dad, I love you very much. Hey, love you too, and love your crew, and uh, well, yeah. hopefully we'll talk to you or see you soon. No, I'm, sh- I'm sure we will. And tell, okay. Joanne, tell Joanne we love her. Right, say hello to the gang. All right, Dad. Bye-bye. See ya. Dear Meathead, brought to you by Signature Investigations. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.